Welcome to B Movies and Ebooks. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And today we are reviewing the long awaited The Sadness. And also, let me tab over so I get this name right Mutant Superhero Zombie Killing Disco Cheerleaders from Outer Space with Uzis. A 1970s disco charge B movie Fright Fest by D.E. McCluskey. But before we get into any of that, uh, what's up with you? Uh, not not too much. Just uh, watch some movies and stuff. I got a I got a copy of Dark Star on DVD from an estate sale. That was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Is it haunted? <laughs> Why is everything haunted? <laughs> well, you're buying it from dead people. Yeah. Well, I mean, they weren't there. <laughs> yeah. You pried it out of their hands. <laughs> I'm just gonna take this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and bury me with Darkstar. <laughs> you selfish bastard. I'm taking that. <laughs> That's just just an unrealistic expectation of you know, what people are going to do for you after you die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've always liked Darkstar. I love Darkstar. Ooh, what was that weird noise? It sounded like a. Uh, I don't know. It was amazing. <laughs> You've always liked Dark Star Record Scratch. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. So, what is it? What is it? You do the record scratch, and then it's like, okay, so here's how I got here. <laughs> I've always liked Dark Star. Here's why I like Dark Star. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool, though. I mean, it's cool to get your hands on, on, on uh, a whale. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I did not buy anything from an estate sale. I've been mostly up in my attic and in my garage cleaning and putting in stuff, and putting in uh, raft or putting in uh, plywood and storage in the attic. Humble brag, huh? Huh? Just humble bragging all over the place. <laughs> I guess I can afford plywood. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't. It's OSB. <laughs> it's like <laughs> knockoff. Crumbles if it gets wet. Really not ideal for the attic. <laughs> so, anyway, um, but uh, yeah, I did that. I watched um, the new. This is not really on brand, but still very influential. At least uh, I'd say to both of us. Uh, the new Norm Macdonald stand-up. Oh, last I haven't one. watched it yet. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, it's obviously not as good as if he did it live, but it's its he own did it in, like, thing. A living room, right? Yeah, I think he did it at his neighbor's house actually, in <laughs> one take. And so, and it's definitely like not like ready, you know. He he has, yeah. but it, it's interesting. I, I'd say if you're a fan of Norm Macdonald, um. It's like requisite viewing. Then afterward, it had like a, um, it had like this afterward for like thirty minutes where Adam Sandler and Dave Chappelle and uh, who else Letterman and Conan and Molly Shannon and David Spade all just kind of shot the shit about. They watched it all together and then they shot the shit stories about him and stuff. Yeah, I heard they had like a sneak or a viewing or whatever, like at his viewing. Oh, really? Is that where yeah. it was filmed? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, and all of them were... Yeah, that actually does make a lot of sense because all of them were like, yeah, I didn't know that he was sick. Like, none of them knew, you know? Yeah. 
And so, yeah, it was interesting. Um, I mean, you know, on one hand, you're kind of like, uh, are they milking? Are they milking a turnip? <laughs> That's not the fucking expression. <laughs> are they squeezing, uh, you know, blood from a turnip or whatever? Is that is that is even that the expression? Or am I just I, putting I, turnips in there? I think you're just putting turnips in it. Blood from a stone. Right? Yeah, blood from a stone. Yeah. Uh, oh. Are you just, are you just hungry <laughs> for turnips? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. Uh, but it, on the other hand, it's like, yeah, you can either have this out in the world or you can't. Uh, Adam Sandler said that uh, he had like eight hours of stuff. Just but like Norm had eight hours in his back pocket. He's like, yeah, I'm sure he went with a lot more that we're never going to see. He's like the prince of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of of really hit or miss. <laughs> you know? And they talked about that a lot. Like, you know, how he was fine with writing a joke that wasn't funny until yeah. way too long. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> and sometimes he'd even pull out his bomb sets, like a full set of bomb material. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, but, um, but yeah, that was good. Uh, you see anything good? Um, I watched uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I heard that's awesome. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. It's it's also just batshit crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard multiple people say it's the best movie, at least of this decade. Huh. But. I mean, it's. That's it's, just them. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty high marks. Yeah. Of course, I don't know what else. I Wait, would put when? On that list. When did Freddy got fingered come out? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Like this decade, or like 2020 to to 29 or whatever, or. I'd say like the, the last decade. ten years, they were probably saying. But yeah, that's got some some good stuff in it. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would hope they could Yeah, I'd hope they could turn out one or two good movies in a decade. Um well, uh yeah, so you recommend it? Pretty yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. It was basically like a like a kung fu Swiss army man. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I never... there was a lot less there was a lot less compasses. So a lot less what? A lot fewer. Sorry. Boner compasses. Ah. <laughs> uh, I watched uh, A24's but, Men. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to. Oh, I was just going to say, but like the overall like premise of the movie, you know, like not the whole, uh, you know, multiple universes premises, but what they're getting like, what they're trying to get her to stop. You know, like what who the big bad is. Um, the motivation behind the big bad is amazing, and it's probably like one of the best things I've ever seen. Huh? And I don't want to spoil it because it is fantastic. <laughs> huh? Well, yeah, I can't wait yeah. to see it. I it, the, after it piqued my interest, it already wasn't playing in the theaters around here. So I was like, eh, yeah, oh, shit. Because initially, I was like, ah. Eh. Until I saw, that's one of the movies where like reviews kind of swayed it because the the trailer looked great, 
But at the same time, it's like, ah, it's over two hours of just wackiness. This could suck, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I want to see it. Uh, yeah, I was short rounds in it. Yeah, I heard. I heard <laughs> he did really good too. Like, like he, it was a good performance. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah, uh, I watched Men, A24's Men. Mm-hmm. Um, the only movie I could compare it to is Mother. Okay. Did you watch Mother? You know, I never got around to it, but like, it's been on my list. It's literally like, it's on a streaming, I think it's on Amazon, mm-hmm. right, Prime, and it's like on my list, and it's been there since it's been available. I don't even know if it's available anymore. Yeah. yeah. I expect like a lot of you know some of the response is going to be the typical like SJW blah blah you know that kind of like yeah. like the people woke. yeah too woke <laughs> go broke but I, I mean like horror movies have never been woke before <laughs> yeah. what about Star Trek it was never woke till right <laughs> now um <laughs> uh, no like I'm sure there's some of that because like every dude in this is like you know does shitty things toward the woman in different ways, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And uh, all but one character are played by the same guy. It's like 20 different characters with, you know, the same guy. Uh, Yeah, but almost the entire thing is like symbolism and uh, didn't really, like, although, like, it had a whole lot to offer in terms of, like, it was really complex and, and... uh, the social, you know, the the social issues it was bringing up, it also didn't do it with enough subtlety for it to be effective. Like mm-hmm. it could, like yeah, I feel like I'm being pretty fair when I say that it could be pretty like blatant about it. And maybe that was the point. I don't know, but <laughs> maybe it needs to be blatant because people don't get subtlety. <laughs> yeah, that could be true. <laughs> and so, uh, but. I will say the climax uh, had people wincing and like, what the fuck is this? You know, like <laughs> everyone in the theater is like, what is going on here? And uh, I couldn't quit laughing. <laughs> like, it was so jacked up. Like, but it wasn't, I don't know. Like, I, I'm going to say I'll never watch it again, but I would give it like a three and a half out of five. It's really, it's up there with like a racer head in terms of weirdness. Not quite as weird as a racer head, but it's really weird. So Okay. I'm gonna have to check it out. I just haven't you know, it's just one of those things where it's like can't get to everything whenever I have to watch like, you know, the Northmen and also Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Uh, did you watch it? Yes I did. <laughs> I, I fell asleep watching it. What I saw I really liked. Uh, even though I wish they hadn't made uh what's his face? God, which ones? Which one? I, I wish they hadn't made one of them CGI. I forget which one. Uh, oh, Dale. Yeah, I wish they hadn't made them CGI just for that one joke, like that they just kind of kept repeating. Yeah, but unless toward the end it paid off. No, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I did like that they brought the Ugly Sonic. Into- yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he had like such a huge part in it. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be like a one-off joke. Yeah, just at but, the convention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <clears throat> no, yeah. I thought it was good. It, it, it was like um 
you know, because it's easy to like say that something like that is like a going to be a cash grab, you know, nostalgia pandering thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really feel like it was because like, yes, it had references and stuff to old school uh, Rescue Rangers, but it was like it was its own story and stuff. It just happened to be those characters who had a TV show from 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I liked it. I liked yeah. It a lot. I'm going to go back to it. In fact, I <clears throat> did I, you well, see the rap scene. I don't remember uh, if it's something I would remember then no, but I, I saw like the beginning, like the first 30 minutes and then like the last 20 minutes. Cause okay. like I turned it back on and fast forwarded and then fell asleep and woke back up like to try to figure out where I was. So I watched it twice actually and fell asleep both times, but it was the same night. So yeah, whatever. Um, one, like my favorite little joke, like it was just like a throwaway joke, right? Was like, whenever chip was coming home from work mm-hmm. right he's got his earbuds in he's like you know listening to music and he's just like walking through the neighborhood or whatever and then whenever he gets home and he takes out his earbuds you can hear what he was listening to and it was like hardcore metal <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I laughed. right before he fed his giant cat dog yes. yeah 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 dog yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah well cool yeah, I liked it. Yeah, how was the Northman? Did you watch that? Um, incredibly violent. Yeah, and then I'm not really quite sure what like what I was supposed to take away from it. Uh huh. If that makes any sense, like, because it's apparently it's the story that um. Uh, Shakespeare based Macbeth on. Hmm. And so it was like an old like Viking story before that. And it was like it was it was pretty nihilistic. Yeah. To be honest with you. Um, and so I'm not really quite sure like what the takeaway was supposed to be. But I liked it though. It was it was, uh, it was like one of those really like well done movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a uh, if it's gonna make like my top ten list or anything this year, but yeah, I've good. Heard, I've heard mixed things. Um, I've heard a lot of people say it's the best Viking movie ever. It's incredibly accurate. Like they had um, like people who had history departments in Norway like consult on the movie and everything i'll I'll, everything is like super accurate i'll save for the break because of spoilers but i want to uh i want to vet the recurring uh criticism that i've heard about it with you but i'll i'll take it off wait for the break on it okay (laughs) just remind me if i forget um yeah well i i I don't have anything else yeah good ah cool yeah well, all right. I guess we'll take that break now. <laughs> you want to do the book first? Sure. All right. We'll be right back with the book that I'll repeat after this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We are back. We're talking mutant superhero zombie killing disco cheerleaders from outer space with Uzis by D.E. McCluskey. 
got it. Yeah. Well, I was reading it. Oh, good job. <laughs> Way to read. <laughs> uh, it came in handy with that book, the yeah. ability to read. Uh, so, also, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So this book, uh, I think it's been out for a little while. Okay, October seventh, twenty twenty one. Yeah, it, and uh, this one, just full disclosure, this is one we got a review copy of. I had not heard of this uh, before uh, we took it on to review, and uh, <laughs> it is. I'm not going to say it's exactly what I was expecting with that title. But it's pretty close to it. Pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be honest, like a a lot of it is kind of laid out right there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so if mutant superhero zombie killing disco cheerleaders from outer space with Uzis, um, you know, if that tickles your fancy, this have I got a book for you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, basic story. It's a small town. I forget what it was. Kearney. Kearney. Yeah. Kearney. Yeah. Uh, somewhere. It's not a real town, so it doesn't really, make, really yeah. matter. Yeah. So. <laughs> not going to piss off the Kearneyites. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They, it, so it's like, you know, any small town America, basically, where football rules and. And it's in what nineteen seventy seven, and excuse me. And I guess that's just to kind of get disco and the whole kind of seventy shitty movie feel into yeah. it. Um, and you know, uh, so it starts raining, uh, purple rain, mm-hmm. and. Which basically unearths zombies. Uh, well, just it reanimates the dead. You know, yes. the long dead. Which I always think is a cooler concept than just like the virus that kills the, fr- or, you know, reanimates the fresh dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like literal dead rising from the grave is a much cooler concept. Now, I'm okay with like that happening and then they infect new people. Yeah, That's which fun. is what happened in this. Uh, but yeah, me too. Um, but, uh, so it reanimates them, but this is also like, you know, it's kind of like, it's got the subtext of like a seventies, uh, uh, what were those like, like porkies? Well, it, yeah, it has, it has black exploitation, uh, elements, uh, the cheerleading, the head cheerleader especially was kind of like, a just basically a Foxy Brown or something yeah. like that uh, a type character. Um, and so anyway, but it, it did make me laugh that it was only after she got superpowers that she started uh, talking like, you know, basically <laughs> like in, in that kind of uh, dialect from those films. Yeah. You know. Like who's the baddest and stuff like that, but because before that she's yeah. just <laughs> just kind of and just a normal normal cheerleader, uh, cheerleader, yeah. But yeah, and basically the subplot is okay. There's a bunch of different groups, which is kind of uh, kind of typical in a lot of zombie uh, books. You know, a bunch of groups kind of converge as the shit hits the fan. But uh, the your main characters are a band. And it was like a real sketchy, skeezy band, but I think that that's kind of the norm for the seventies. Um, yeah. And uh, 
then you have this, uh, you know, kind of like I was saying, like a, like a Porky's type comedy, you know, or like Last American Virgin. You know, it was one of those movies where they're trying to lose their virginity uh, yeah. as far as the football players go. And then obviously the cheerleaders there. Uh, and so anyway, it's all kind of converging at a they won like district or something. Yes. I wasn't I wasn't quite sure about the logistics of that party. Like they were gonna have like a party and then play the game and then do that. No, they already won the game. Okay, that's what I thought. This but was then just like a celebration. So the cheerleaders were gonna do like moves at this party. Yeah, sort of like a pep rally. Okay, a post rally, like okay. a post pep rally. Yeah, where it was like it was gonna be like a they were gonna do a routine. And then introduce the football players. See, what I was thinking is maybe, uh, you know, part of it might be, I I believe, I forget where he's from. I want to say he's either in the UK or Scotland or or the writer, uh, DM McCluskey. Um, And it could be that, or it could be that I just wasn't popular in high school. And this is actually how parties went. (laughs) I went to so many post parties. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, where where the cheerleaders did a thing and they introduced football players. <laughs> Liverpool is where he's from. No, oh, okay. Where where he's at? Yeah. So anyway, because they don't really do American football over there. Yeah. But um, maybe it was also a seventies thing. Yeah. Big pep rally at the party. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, we're getting hung up on the, like, the, <laughs> the weirdest slightest. part of this. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, so, you know, at this party, the zombies basically, basically are converging. Simultaneously, uh, the cheerleaders get some extra superpowers. And so it's kind of zombies versus cheerleaders. I don't feel yeah. like that's too much spoiling, is it? Uh, it's kind of the title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... So having said that, um, I was pleasantly surprised and not that I was expecting to not like this, but you know, that title, um, the title was, is so bizarre that I was expecting an over the top bizarro story. And not that this isn't, but it slowly gets there kind of the way Joe Lansdale's the drive-in did. You know, it's yeah. grounded in reality, and then it just gets wackier and wackier where where it's believable rather than just like over the top comical. Mm-hmm. So you you have these uh, characters kind of transitioning into uh, you know the the dynamics changing and stuff like that, kind of transitioning till until the point where it's so over the top it's it's comic booky, but. By that time, if you're in by that time, because it's pretty late in the book, if you're in, I had a hell of a lot of fun reading this. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Brian? No, I actually really liked it a lot, actually. Um, and and I, I do agree with you. Like, if it would have come out the gate mm-hmm. like it was the last 25% of the book, mm-hmm. I think it might have been a little different. And also the 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 writing style of it was, I think to me honestly like very reminiscent of those seventies exploitation films where they have like crazy things going on, you know, or sometimes weird premises, but it takes themselves so seriously. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like this, the the narrative here, it was all like very, I don't want to say grandiose because that comes off bad, mm-hmm. but like it was, you know, like very, very like, what's the word I'm looking for? It was very des- descriptive, you know, like you would almost find in like Tolkien or something, you know, where it would like go off on a page about the clouds for a sec. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and stuff like that. And it like it was a it was a crazy premise, but it was presented to you in such a serious like uh, such a serious way that you had to give it your attention if mm-hmm. that if that made sense um you know where it wasn't just like everything was played for laughs or anything like that even when it got crazy towards the end it was still about like you know the the epicness of it and not like the you know crazy sci-fi aspects or anything like that i don't i don't know if i'm if i'm explaining it well enough um, cause I mean, there was some, some really uh, nice prose in there <laughs> that honestly I was not expecting with a book like this title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I think, um, I think it was, it, it had me pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, uh, pleasantly, as you said, pleasantly surprised. Now, the only other thing that I have read of his, um, he either I want to say he co-wrote and uh, man, I really should have looked this up. But he oh, was <laughs> uh, he was involved with uh, Matt Shaw's Sick Bastard comic and the Sick Bastards comic, uh-huh. which was really good. Um, hold on, let's see. All right, yeah, okay, he edited it. Okay. But it's a, it, you know, it puts him, it says Matt Shaw's Sick Bastards, Dave McCluskey's Dominic R- Racho, uh, who was the illustrator. So, yeah, uh, anyway, that was a pretty wild comic. Uh, it was just an adaptation from the book. But, um, yeah. but anyway, that was my only exposure. So I was expecting this to uh, actually be like more of an extreme tale, even though it, you know, the title is Bizarro. Uh, but I, you know, I really like that this didn't, uh, you know, that this wasn't an extreme tale to be honest, because, uh, I don't know. I, I get uh, genre overload whenever you throw, you know, you start, uh, throwing all the different genres together. Uh, so anyway, maybe that's just me. Maybe it's just my OCD. Like, stop it. This is, this is not extreme. But anyway, uh, but yeah, I, I, I really, really liked it. This is the first, uh, obviously the first, uh, novel I've read of his and it was a good length too. Yeah. Uh, read really fast as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was like what, 200 pages or something. And I don't know. I read it in two sittings. Except for the first 10%. For some reason, that took me like a week and a half. (laughs) (laughs) So, but that was more, uh, uh, I got a couple minutes here and there. Let me just try it. Yeah. Yeah. So, all in all, 
what uh wrapping it up uh, you know pros cons and rating what you got well i mean i think that if you're a fan of like 70s not necessarily even horror books because the whole thing kind of has that you know like you're saying like um you know like I don't know. For some reason, my my brain went to Dolomite first, <laughs> but like, like, like that kind of you know exploitation film feel. If you're a fan of those, um, I'd say you know like, and you're and you're up for some some weird, light bizarro elements. Um, and t- towards the end of the book, give it a shot. You know, it's like uh, I do think, and and I think this is just kind of the part of the whole vibe of it um i did kind of question the whole super powered aspect of it because it it does just kind of come where um but then again so does the zombie (laughs) rain and it is kind of connected and so i can i can look past that um uh, you know, it's like it. It feels like it's setting it up for a sequel, but it feels like it's setting it up for a sequel in the way that, like, you know, a cheap movie would have been made and then just never get the green light. Yeah, yeah you, you know, never for, get for the next sequel. one. <laughs> and and so it's like I, I'm not, um, you know, necessarily like I'm not expecting it to happen, but you know, if it does, I'll read it. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, if you're into those sort of things, I think. You know, you can definitely find something you like. Um, yeah, and like I said, it's it's um, it's really well written. I liked it. A lot of the 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 pros and stuff. A lot of the um, the the characters and things. You know, it's like you could tell them apart. Um, I don't know. I liked a lot of it. I'm gonna say. I was going to say three and a half, but now that I'm sitting here talking about it and thinking about it, I think I'm actually going to go four. Mm, high marks. Yeah, high I marks. liked it a lot. Four out of five. Yeah. Uh, I Okay, one thing I forgot to say earlier. It also reminded me of Guy N. Smith's, uh, what was the, the crab book that we read? You know, because oh, I know yeah. that there's so many of those crabs. And I don't even think we read the first one, did we? No, we read like number six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, but uh, whatever Guy N. Smith crab book we read, um, it reminded me of that because remember how it would be like, the crabs are here to end the yeah. chapters, <laughs> you know? And so it, it did that a whole lot. Like it would lead up to something. It, and especially it did it with the cheerleaders like multiple times. It would be like, you know, the zombie, uh, zombie disco yeah, cheerleaders, adding. the superhero zombie disco, you know, and it built and built until it got like the entire title of the book, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I, I like that. Uh, you know, uh, pros, like you said, it was very well written. Um, the cons, the con that I had, and it's a, it's something that we see quite a bit, and I just want to call it the Harry Potter Part 1 movie thing that you bring up, is that it leads up, leads up, leads up, and then a very tiny amount of the actual story is the, the third act. Last 25. <clears throat> Do what? In this, it was the last twenty five percent. 
Oh, really? It was that much? Okay, well, maybe it just felt tiny to me. But yeah, okay, well, that, then that's fair. It actually happens. Yeah, so, okay. Oh, no, Harry Potter 1, though, pisses me the hell off. <laughs> it's like, build up all this, and I understand it. In the context of the other ones, it makes sense. But, like, I didn't watch a Harry Potter movie for, like, six years because it pissed me off so bad, and I didn't want to try it. It's like, you know, all this build up. And then Harry touches him, and he just melts, and he's like, "Oh God!" Yeah, and then that was the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be my con. Is it felt like the third act wasn't as long as it could be, but it was it was fleshed out. I don't really know where else it would have gone, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, but uh, it had a lot of build up, uh, you know. But uh, again, <laughs> that's. Not really a main criticism, or really even that uncommon of a thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'll echo you. I think uh, four out of five. I really enjoyed it. It is definitely for people that love that, which kind of yeah. like love that seventies type feel uh, of uh, films. Um, which does limit the audience, you know, but would, oh, go ahead. Oh, but but for those of us that like it, it, it was a lot of fun. I would say, you know, this would actually be a very good, like, dip your toe into the water bizarro. Yeah, because just like the because it kind of builds into it instead of how some of the other bizarro we've watched or read has been like just 100% full throttle from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it's like if if you if you like the idea of just anything goes, you know, push imagination to the limit bizarro, I think this would be like a very good beginner one. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But- all right, well, check it out. Uh, we will be back after this break with our review of The Sadness. All right, we're back. We are talking The Sadness. Brand new film on Shudder. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, it wasn't even intentional that we did two zombie uh, no. things, but... That's kind of how this tends to go for some reason. Like, not that we just do zombies, but they generally end up sharing a theme somehow. Yeah. So, uh... Go back and listen to our old episodes and see if you can figure out what the themes are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, it's a Taiwanese horror film. This is pulled from Wikipedia. Taiwanese horror film... Written and directed by Rob Jabbitz. Uh, he's Canadian filmmaker Rob Jabbitz. Uh, he said it is inspired by the Crossed comic book series. Um, and so basically, it is just a... It, like, if you want to know just the plot, <laughs> it's kind of a, a standard, you know, lovers reuniting during the apocalypse type thing. Uh, so the... Uh, the plot synopsis off IMDb says a young couple trying to reunite amid a city ravaged by a plague that turns its victims into deranged, bloodthirsty sadists. Like, imagine the purge, but it was mandatory. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, but like you had to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, this film is like pure nihilism. It is. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I mean, there's nothing, uh, really hopeful or anything about it at all. Um, and it even takes a completely, I don't know if you caught this, but it brought up multiple social issues and it didn't take a side on any of it. <laughs> it's just like, here's the world, how fucked up it is. Like in terms of like, you know, the people arguing about like science and does it matter and all this kind of shit. Oh yeah. And it's just like, I, I, I felt like that was uh, very much a criticism of COVID just about, yeah, about the, <laughs> pandemic response in general mm-hmm. yeah but it didn't take a side i don't know if you caught that yeah not really because <laughs> it was like you know it, it never really had any, either the main characters um talk about anything like that it was just like side characters yeah yeah and they and just kind of watch it kill each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, and so this movie the reason that it's been like uh you know, heavily anticipated, at least by me. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, uh, no, I mean, like, uh, Horror Hound, you know, a lot of these horror publications have been tracking it for quite some time because it was just so over the top in its violence and is pretty depraved. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit. It, it's so much so that Shudder actually put a warning before it, which I've never seen them do on a, on a, yeah. Film. And Shudder had martyrs on there, <laughs> like, just as it is. Like, uh, yeah, so this kind of broke new ground in terms of uh, depravity for the at least that streaming channel. Like, I, I assume this is unrated, but it definitely felt harder than um, R. IMDb has it as TVMA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, I know that there's like a director, like a director's cut that's supposed to be like way worse. And really? yeah, it's like 20 minutes longer. I would want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah. All right. That said. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. I just, just for whatever reason, I was just scrolling down on, cause I have the IMDb page up and it says trivia. This film is funded with a mixture of cryptocurrency and revenue from a producer's cam girl business. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Huh. Well, they say uh, some people have called this a satire. And I guess. Of what? <laughs> I mean, I guess just the world. I mean, because really that's. Uh, yeah, the the you know so if you're unfamiliar with crossed and i think that this is very much a crossed oh it is absolutely right down to the fact that they all like laugh and smile when they're doing it yeah yeah so if you're familiar or unfamiliar with crossed what separates this from zombies and you know they do things zombie type things things that would kill them they still are alive but they there's no like clear like you die and turn into this you kind of just turn into it there's no like death and then it happens it's just like a transition into it uh but also they 
are acting on their worst instincts. So it's not just to like eat your brains. It's to do whatever fucked up stuff's like in your subconscious. Yeah. And this, <laughs> this, this, this is a comic from Garth Ennis, uh-huh. but it's like Garth Ennis at his most Garth Ennis-y. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, think about anything you've seen in The Boys or Preacher, right? Hitman, that sort of stuff. And then amplify it by like a thousand. Yeah. And you get stuff in cross. Yeah. The first time I read at least the first, uh, you know, the first uh, run, because it was like I read crossed, uh, I think it was one through six and then family values and psychopath. And then I just never really read after that. But yeah. um, but uh the first time I read it, I was like, holy shit, you can do this. You know, <laughs> like it's just, it's that far. Like yeah. it, it's jacked. Um, so this film, you know, that kind of hopefully puts it into perspective if, if you're not familiar with it. Um, but yeah, this film's uh, really uncomfortable at parts, really funny at parts uh, in just how over the top, um, yeah, but um, I, I don't think it's for anyone with like a weaker <laughs> stomach or anything like that, just because it's insanely violent. Um, and even like to the main characters from the get go, like the first time the guys attacked, he loses fingers, you know? Yeah, but yeah, he just. He does not have a very good time <laughs> yeah. in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how else to go much further into this without ruining it or anything like that. Um, what did you like? What did you not like? Like, not not trying to wrap it up, but what did you like and what didn't you? No, no, no. Yeah. Um, I mean... I, Okay. So, I mean, I do think even though, like, the the premise is, you know, heavily inspired from Crossed, mm-hmm. I do think it is a neat idea, just mm-hmm. like uh, as a concept, you know, and it is sort of a zombie adjacent, but it's one of those things that... Because, I mean, I still count... I would still count this and... Um, crossed and stuff as zombie related yeah. at least. I count twenty eight days later too. Yeah, exactly, and and I think it did. It, it does like the same sort of thing that twenty eight days later does is it pushes it in a unique direction, you know, and it makes it fresh again. You know, there that that's happened a few times at least in in my um, mind, like histers was one because that that reinvigorated some stuff uh dead bodies or warm bodies you know that that sort of thing when you take a brand new look at something so established and this one is just like you know yes they're doing zombie type things like literally eating people Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, and stuff but what makes it more terrifying what makes it you know um a more realistic even is that it's like it's just people with no inhibitions 
And that's a really dark way of looking at people in general, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of a really sad nihilist way to view people to think that like, if they had the chance, this is what they do. Yeah. You know, but I mean, history's not really proven that wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Like there's been some, there's been some messed up stuff you know, in, in the, in history. And so it's like, is that really, I don't know. Is it really that far off? But I don't know. I like that. I like the, you know, the, the people themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean the, like just the, how much everybody looked like they were reveling in it or like how they'd all have this like kind of creepy grin, mm-hmm. you know, when they're doing it, like, was really you know like really effective um i think the main two characters the couple who's trying to get reunited both did really well with their acting you know it's like um i don't know i like i i really can't think of anything i didn't really like about the movie um i mean like you said it goes pretty far um with some of its depraved acts and stuff but it also like doesn't really show the worst ones yeah and maybe it does in the directors you know so it still it still treads that line of like okay here's all these horrible things that we're going to show you but and it and it kind of sets up a certain expectation but then it's like it does the Hitchcock thing of we're not going to show you the worst ones, but you're going to think about it in your head. Yeah, you're going to swear you know you've I mean? seen it. Like if they yeah, do it exactly. right, you'll swear you saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Like how many people think that you actually see the knife hit somebody in Psycho? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the no, I I like that. I really like the. Uh, angle of okay like you said it redid zombies um did their own thing with it uh kind of threw convention out the window what i liked was the fact that there was one zombie hellbent on pursuing this woman and it was somebody that she had already rejected before that he turned into a zombie and so she had kind of rejected him. And so you kind of had this almost like this jacked up kind of incel type uh, character, which sadly is, is what, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, that shit happens in the real world, but you basically have this old man zombie that's really attracted to this uh, young girl and he just will not quit pursuing her, and they can't shake him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the fact, yeah, yeah, but a zombie. Uh, to me, I, I found that kind of uh, more entertaining than just hordes of zombies. You know, faceless hordes. Um, but you got both. Yeah, it was like the guy's story, it was just zombie after zombie after zombie, and then hers was, you know. Uh, which Resident Evil was it? I Nemesis. Never, I didn't Evil. watch them. I never saw. Oh no, no, the game, the game. Oh, where like the whole time there's a single zombie pursuing you. Oh, I never played it. Anyway, huh? 
anyway you want to talk like resident evil go- 5 I, I can jump in and the first third of raccoon city huh which one's the one in the swamp is that five uh, shit i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Talk to me 10 years ago. Um, Dude, did you know Sweet Home is like the actual like precursor to Resident Evil? I did not know that. Now to Google. Yeah, it's made by the same people. Hmm. It's made by the same people. And he counts it like the director guy, creator guy, counts it as the like prequel to. Wait, that old um, school game? Yeah, NES. Yeah. Sweet Home. Huh. Well, that's based interesting. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> what movie? But. It was based on Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Loosely based. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway. Yeah. No, this I, movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I liked uh, the level that they were going to to uh, with it. Um, I don't, did not... Where I thought this faltered and it's only something that i really kind of noticed after the fact on how cool this movie was versus what it could have been is you know i think every dollar is on the screen right in this movie like it's very it's a cheap movie and you can't really tell until you kind of give yourself some time and been like wow, if this was complete chaos outside the entire time, which is what would be more more probable in the very beginning of a mass outbreak, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So basically, if this had the, the budget of World War Z, but had this style, that would have been like the coolest thing ever. But obviously, World War Z was like a $100 million movie, so you can't fault them <laughs> for, for that. Um but yeah, I was actually surprised. Okay, this is Taiwanese, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, some of which I guess, I guess their government. Yeah, it's it's separate than China, even though neither of them will like say it out loud, right? Um, but like, I can't see this movie going as is with Chinese censors. Oh, well, especially because of the one scene, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which that was oh, probably one of the best things I've ever seen. I'm pretty sure that was okay. a little satire there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was wild what they got by with in this movie, just in terms of violence. Like you said, most of the other stuff was kind of off screen. Most yeah. of it. <laughs> um. But yeah, I liked I liked it. I liked how nihilistic it, it was, how dark, how everything. I will say after this movie, I watched it late at night on a Friday. I it was one of those where I was like, I'm gonna watch something funny before I go to sleep, <laughs> like just just as a palate cleanser. So I watched like uh, I think you should leave the Tim Robinson show. Have you watched that? Yeah, I have not. God, it's funny, but it's real hit or miss whether or not anyone else would find it funny. For me, it's one of the funniest things ever, but uh, I've I've heard of people showing it to other people and them being like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. But, dude, I was laughing so hard at that movie after this, like or that TV show after this, because it's uh, just so dumb. Uh, but, yeah. 
Yeah, I, don't, I, I got really nothing. <laughs> it was... Okay. Yeah. So what do you give it? I'm going to give it a strong four and a half out of five. I want to give it a five, but it's not quite there. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Um, it's definitely, it. you know, if if you're into incredibly violent, because, I mean, it's not really scary. No, not at all. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a horror movie, but, I mean, it's not scary. It's just incredibly gory, and um, parts of it are repulsive. Yeah. <laughs> to, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, got a lot of tension, too, which helps. Yeah. Uh, you know, gore yeah. without tensions kind of is more like bad taste, you know, like it's just like gore film, right? I love bad taste, <laughs> but it's not scary in any way. Oh, uh, no, not at all. This, like you said, it's not scary, but it really it keeps your eyes on the screen. You're like, oh, yeah. shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'd uh, say definitely four and a half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think this might be. Uh, we'll see how the year goes, but so far this might be my favorite of the year. So, so far, yeah, yeah. So, we'll see though. Okay. Yeah, early call. Uh, but all right. Well, that was that. We'll see you next yeah. time. <laughs> you got anything to go out on? Nope. All right. See you then. <laughs> <laughs>